Hey everybody, it's John. So he's, Am I supposed yeah, to talk I was now? Say, that's what you'd say, and Chris. Oh, I'm Chris. And uh, we're members of the Bagged and Boardcast, and we're... Sorry, we haven't done this in a while. I don't I don't remember. Do I talk into the microphone? Is that what I'm supposed to That is to be where doing? you talk, and this is actually okay. a first for us. We've never done a not episode together. Yeah, it's usually uh, me and Paul, or you yeah. and Paul. I've, and Paul's the sucker this time. <laughs> Paul Paul had his board game night and couldn't get out. Mm. Uh, but we haven't recorded in a long time due to uh, life, uh, babies, and uh, board game nights, apparently. <laughs> I don't even have anything that exciting. I just have a terrible work <laughs> schedule. It, I wish it was something exciting. It is those moments where Chris is like, hey, I can record. And I'm like, I have a babysitter and I'm going to see Shazam or Endgame. And I have a babysitter, and I'm getting out of the house to do something. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about some of the things that we've done recently, because uh, I don't think we actually even got a chance to talk about Captain Marvel on the show. It's been a while since we've really talked. Yeah, I think the last episode we had, um, that we recorded two of them, and I didn't put either one up. Um <laughs> It happens. It yes. happens. I uh, I actually I run two stores, uh, uh, beer departments now, which is uh, a bit exhausting. And I have a newborn. And the last thing I did when I got home and had a baby put into my arms was uh, edit podcasts and put them up. Uh, but yeah, we've had uh, yeah. I mean, we can definitely talk Captain Marvel. There's no not going to be any spoilers, uh, because it's been out so long. Uh, yeah, it's safe to talk about at this point. Um, but first to start, are you, what are you drinking? Is it better than what you oh. had before? Well, I'm going to talk about my first beer. And this yeah, is uh, this is tomorrow from Single Cut. This is a Pale Ale coming in at 5.4. And it is just that. It's a Pale Ale. Uh, if you call it a session, it would it would match the kind of flavor of that. It's very light, very easygoing. Nothing to this beer. Um, I expected maybe a little bit more out of Single Cut because their Billy 18 watt session beer is probably one of the best session IPAs uh, on the market, hands down. And uh, just great, great fruitiness, full of flavor. So I expected a little more out of this. Uh, but they make they make a lot of good beer. So I I don't hate it, but. I mean, it's just a session beer at this point. It's just a pale ale. Um, I'm kind of at that same point with both of my beers because I've had them before. Uh, I, I bought two six-packs because I was playing video games with Paul, and I was like, oh, you know, just something to drink uh, while I'm playing games. And neither one of these has really wowed me, but both of these are going to be from Six Point Brewing, and I have, just to start, their Jammer, which is a session ale. It's 4.0%. Uh, but it's been brewed with sea salt and coriander. And it does have a, a saltiness right up on the front of the tongue as soon as you like take your sip. But then it just gets real ghosty. Like There's not a lot to it. Uh, it is nice to have in the refrigerator. Like If I get home, I just want something that I can pound really quick. It, it does what it needs to do. But I really thought about stopping to get a better beer to actually sip and enjoy while we were recording tonight, but I was like, ah, I have a couple of these left. I might as well finish them off, but it's not bad. I Like I said, I have a six-pack. I have two left in here. I'll get to them eventually, but... They have... I don't I don't. They have it. a um, a 15-pack out right now of the Jammer, and you get the regular Jammer, you get a Tropical, you get a berry you get a citrus uh the citrus is the other one that i have in this and you get like another flavor you believe you get five flavors three of each for 19.99 which isn't bad it's not bad i think each one of these like the six packs was maybe around like six or seven dollars like it wasn't a big buy-in price for it um i i think the berry one might be okay i tried the tropical one i thought it was good it reminds me of just some drink that you would... The citrus one, which I'll talk about later. 
just like you would pick up at the gas station, like for a dollar for a can, be like, okay, that's has flavor and it's fizzy and it's cold. Like I could drink that on my way across the parking lot to my car. Like it's nothing, nothing big or major. Yeah, and it's um something like that too. Like a lot of people have been using those and like putting like a shot of tequila in it and making it like a margarita beer because it has the kind of saltiness, the tartness. <laughs> Um, okay, I could, I could see that. Um, and like, not a tequila person, and that kind of we haven't talked about it yet. But did you see Founders Next Barrel yes. beer, the Masagave? I I don't think I want to try it just because I'm not a tequila person. I it would be one that I'd be willing to I'd be willing to try. I'm always willing to try them, um, but I like at least like at your um, Total Wine where you buy stuff, you can at least buy a single bottle. Yeah, I could just grab one, but I'm just hoping it's not super expensive. Uh, I think it's going to be, like, up here, I think it's fourteen ninety nine. For a, Is it a four-pack four pack. or a six-pack? Uh, it's not terrible. And I think but. it's, like, 10 to 12%. Because they usually, they usually yeah. always are, but I've, I've heard really good things from them. Uh, have you had a chance to try the Dragon's Milk White yet? No, we don't have it out here. Oh, okay. It's no, it's. I'm surprised you haven't gotten it, but it's not great. I picked up a six pack of cans last week just to to revisit again because I had it actually at the brewery when I went up to Michigan back in February, and I was excited because I was like, "Wow, okay, like sign me up. Let me try this." It's not bad. It just doesn't deserve to have the Dragon's Milk name on it. Uh, so Dragon's Milk, New Holland Brewing has a distribution contract with some other... Pabst. Yeah, with Pabst. And they do not bring anything aside from regular Dragon's Milk on, on a very rare occasion, varieties of it. Like, uh, in my sets, I was supposed to have, like, their double IPA, I was supposed to have their Pal I was supposed to have all this stuff, but they're not brought into our store and I was talking to one of the higher ups of the distributor being like it's ridiculous I'm you know eight hours away from this brewery and I can't get anything from them and my best friend lives in Florida and gets everything (laughs) from them how does this make sense and he's like is it just your distributors that they have it's it's the what pap sends to our distributor like, it's the way that it works. They just don't send anything else but Dragon's Milk. That's an, and do you get any of the variations very, of Dragon's Milk? Very rarely. Like the... I think uh, I've okay. gotten three in the past two years. Okay. Cause they have a raspberry one coming out that I really want to try, but I haven't been able to find that one yet. Yeah, I think... Um, what was it? Uh we got the orange, and we got another version of it, but we couldn't get the we couldn't get the s'mores, the, co- the coconut, like, yeah, the coconut the co- one. The s'mores one was good. The coconut banana one, I was not a fan of. Uh, I liked it more than the orange one, but after I went back and had the orange one again, I was like, okay, these are kind of kind of even. Yeah. But uh, why don't we talk about, we're going to, this show is going to be all the news that we haven't talked about on a podcast for months and stuff that uh, we as friends haven't really talked about that uh, we would just like to talk to each other about. Uh, Yeah, we haven't had a chance to talk too much over the past couple weeks. It's just been a lot of like messaging back and forth. I've talked to Paul a little bit more often because we're able to play games together, but but that's about it. So I'm kind of waiting to hear what you uh, have to say about some of the stuff. Sure. And we probably should have saved all that Avengers Endgame <laughs> talk. Yeah, but now, now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, yeah, we could have recorded. I all don't that. even remember what I said to you, so we can do it all again. Uh, I, th- I think you said you I, liked it. That was basically. I did. It. I did like it a lot. But uh, why don't we start the show with some uh, sad news? Yeah. Um, apparently, it happened back on April 30th, but news just broke today. Uh, Peter Mayhew better known as Chewbacca, has passed away at the age of 74. Uh, 
I saw the news when I was walking out of my car from work, uh, out to my car from work today, and it kind of made me happy that I did get the chance to meet him at one of the Wizard World Expos we went to back in the early 2000s. Uh, still have my autographed picture framed in my uh, living room there, so I will be moving that to a more prominent location. Uh, I just want to say, when Chris and I lived together, he had a giant silver pedestal that the picture was on in the kitchen. So that's no no higher honor I can give someone, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't even think you have that pedestal anymore, do you? Oh, I still I still oh, yeah? have that pedestal. Yeah, it's in the corner of my living room. It has like a decorative bowl on it. Ooh, right a now. decorative bowl. It's not even my. It's not even my bowl. It was Lexi's. She left it when she moved. Hey, my bowl now. That's how I got all the uh, popcorn stuff that I have because you moved and left it all. Is that the Whirly yeah, Pop? The Whirly Pop. Oh my god! I can't believe that's really okay. I haven't seen the Whirly Pop. I thought uh, it was left in Michigan. No, you left it in Buffalo with with lots hey. of stuff. Makes really good popcorn. Yeah, you can have it back anytime. <laughs> yeah, um, I should be up in October. I'll, I'll nice. grab it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's not why people tune no. in. Though. Um, yeah, it's it's no, sad yeah. news for Peter Mayhew. I know you know he's always had kind of some health problems and was in pain being such a tall man. So at least he yeah. can find some peace. Yeah, so some sad news coming out of the Star Wars galaxy, but there's also some pretty exciting news coming out, too. Because back in April, we had the Star Wars celebration finally happen. A lot of news came out about the Star Wars Galaxy Edge parks that they're going to have at Disneyland and Disney World. We got some more stuff about the animated series that they're doing for uh, Disney and Disney+. Plus. Uh, Mandalorian news came out. Uh, and we also finally got the, the actual title for Star Wars Episode Nine: At Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, we got a teaser trailer for it, too, which everyone was expecting we would get a trailer and title. So. Uh, I saw this when I went on my 15-minute break at work, and as I happened to sit down, pulled up Facebook, and as it was refreshing, I had seen that it was posted, so I actually had to yell at everyone to stop talking. <laughs> Because I had to watch the Star Wars trailer. Quiet down. I hear you just like clapping and making everyone sit down and, and be quiet. Uh, the other people watched it with me, so it was it was inclusive. Uh, yeah, it was... Yeah. I, I thought it was good. A good teaser for it. Um, you get a lot of... Uh, what is this going to be about? And definitely like watching the, the way the trailer is cut and everything just makes me go, yes, this is a J.J. Abrams movie. It will yeah. be good. Uh, and I'm looking forward to this. Um, I think it, it had me right away when, uh, when um, I can't think, Ray does the cool flip over the uh, TIE fighter with the lightsaber out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be cool. And then just sealed the deal with the Emperor's laugh at the end. Yeah, I got into my own head after all that happened, though, because... My first thought was like, oh my gosh, the Emperor. But then I was like, well, Mark Hamill does a lot of voice acting work, and he did the Joker, so he has a crazy laugh. Like, maybe we're going to get an alternate Sith Force Ghost Luke. And I was like, no, I'm being dumb now. It's the Emperor. And it actually was confirmed at the Star Wars celebration that Ian McDermott is coming back as Emperor Palpatine. They haven't said how or why or what he'll be doing, but he was there at the episode nine panel. and i mean so it, it could be a holograph cool. i mean it looks like they're looking at the crashed um death star at the end of that trailer so they could have gone on there they could have found a yeah. recording they could find a clone they could find who knows what uh going on there because there is rumored that matt smith is in the movie and the rumor is that he's playing a young palpatine Hey, rumors are rumors, man. None of it makes sense till you see it. It's it's all rumors. Who knows? But it's exciting. I don't know. I I appreciated Solo. I liked it. Uh, I don't know how people can justify that movie's failure by being like, oh, well, it's just too much Star Wars. 
because episode 8 came out, I think it was like six or seven months beforehand. No, I'm in the camp. It's like the Marvel movies. Like The more you give I, me... I had quality, fun with Solo going in. I had no expectations going in. I had heard about how it was kind of a, a shit show with the directors. They went back, almost shot the entire movie again. Um, but I had fun with it. I had no, no real problems with it. Little things that are like, well, that's not my Star Wars from the book from blah 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 that I read when I was 10 and yeah. this is what I thought Chewie and Han's meeting was like well it, it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore because this is the meeting and to me that's yeah. that's fine you know like I I don't have any ownership over these things <laughs> and I'm just there to watch and enjoy or read and enjoy these things Yeah, and even in the scope of Star Wars movies, it's not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite. Like it, it's it's rightfully in the middle. Like there's nothing I dislike it, about it, but there's nothing that I love about it. Definitely better just, than it was a fun movie. I'd say the prequels. Agreed. Yeah, I mean they had their moments. And if like you go onto YouTube three, and you watch the uncut. Like, version of Darth Maul's duel with Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan that's really good <laughs> yeah um, did you pay attention I to the paid, stuff that came uh, out of Star Wars small Celebration amount of attention to that, and I did watch the trailer that they showed there which looked really interesting um, and I love mm-hmm. that uh, Carl Weathers is in it Yeah, I hear I there's a say, line where the big thing he's like, you like, take oh, a bath cool. of bone, you take this, you got a Carl stew Weathers. cooking, baby. <laughs> yeah, stew going. And then, like, his arm gets ripped off, and he's just shooting, yeah. like, a rail gun into the I, air. I thought he got his arm ripped off and then started playing uh, golf. All in the hips. It's all in the hips? Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, this also ties into more announcements about Disney Plus uh, only $7 a month it'll be available November 12th of 2019 so we're only you know, a few months away they haven't said if this is going to be all available at once or if they're going to do kind of like a staggered release of the episodes because as much as I want to stream it I also miss watching a show episodically I would love to just get like one like full hour of like Mandalorian Star Wars goodness that I then kind of have to just replay and revisit in my mind before I get the next one. Uh, I I too would enjoy that. Um, what I have heard is that the WandaVision was going to be there for launch date, but I haven't heard if the Mandalorian was going to be. Uh, I'm pretty sure they confirmed it at Celebration that it's going to be there. The, man- the, the Mandalorian is? Yep. Um... A few years ago, I think, uh, yeah, probably three years ago, my wife and I bought a giant collection of Disney movies. It has Cinderella. It has uh, Lilo and Stitch. It has everything. It has um, a lot of the cartoons, like the, the, just the Mickey cartoons, it has all of the like Incredibles. It has everything, and we spent like three hundred dollars. It's kind of like a bootleg thing, but it comes in a Disney tin. But all the discs come in a um, like a sleeve from like a a nineties CD book. <laughs> and the, I mean, the DVDs have all the extras and everything on on the DVDs. Oh, that's cool. And I have this. I have almost all of Disney's movies. And without a, without skipping a beat, I told my wife, "We're we're getting this. We're getting Disney Plus. Not only for the movies to have them right there, and I don't have to dig through this box, but I'm I'm hoping there's Apple Dumpling Gang. I'm hoping there's those crazy Don Knotts Disney movies that he yeah, did. Yeah, incre- incredible, Mr. Limpet. Yeah, uh, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, uh, all the new shows, and." Just there's so much that I'm 
looking forward to from Disney Plus that seven ninety nine is nothing. Like even no, if and even if also, you did the upfront cost, yeah, seventy bucks. They said if you, uh, so it's a little bit of a savings. And I know I kind of maligned the DC Direct one for the price point, which I think was like a hundred. I don't even remember now. That one I'm still not even sure about, even after hearing like the good reviews for stuff like Doom Patrol and Titans. I watched this... the first episode of Doom Patrol. I it I didn't love it. Like I can yeah. understand if you're not like if you're not a big fan of Doom Patrol and you were to watch it, you'd be like, Hey, this is quirky and fun and I like it. Um but I I, I just couldn't get into it. I have heard good things about Titans and the fact that that's where the um the the young justice cartoon is going to be mm-hmm. and then we did just get our the yeah. teaser swamp trailer thing. for swamp thing but even then it didn't nothing about nothing about that except for having the hd quality batman animated series yeah makes me want to have that but for less than 100 bucks I can get that Batman series on DVD. Yeah. There's just the amount of back catalog that's coming to the Disney Plus and then the stuff coming out. I have a more more of an affinity for that Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff than I do Doom Patrol or you know, not my Titans, but the Teen Titans. Um, they'll they'll definitely be getting my seventy bucks up front. Yeah, I, I think seventy bucks up front is not a huge to ask for, and you get what two months for free, basically. Yeah, and th- they've also said um, going forward, as soon as movies come out of the theater, they will be on Disney Plus, like right there. Like there won't be any kind of lag. Like there's not going to be that. Like okay, we'll wait for it to go to digital services, and then be released Blu-ray, DVD. It's okay. Movies out. It's released into the wild. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, it'll probably it'll probably be a couple months, right? I, from what it said at the uh, the press conference, like as soon as it's out of theaters, it's going to be there. As soon as it's out of theaters, okay. Yeah, as soon as it's out of theaters. Yeah, okay. That means I was like, no, like not not like day and date. Yeah, <laughs> I was just that's where I was like, wait, what? So yeah, that's that's good. It makes like we're of that we're of that age where. We don't. We pay for internet. We don't pay for cable, mm-hmm. and we have streaming services, and that's kind of like where my wife and I are at. And like, I don't need cable, but I wouldn't mind another thing to watch our quote unquote shows on. Yeah. You know, we watch we watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. We watch Bob's Burgers. We watch um, we watch some other show on Hulu. Uh, we watched Sabrina on Netflix. Uh, did you and, Did you watch the new season? Oh yeah. Okay, good. I I really dug it. It was good. It was good. I would have liked it. It didn't have as much fun as the first season or as mm-hmm. the Christmas special did. It was very like very driven to get to their to get through their story for that. But I did like it. Um, and then we watch a couple YouTube shows. Well, and the thing too. Um, since Disney is a majority shareholder of Hulu now that they've purchased Fox as well, um, there will be a bundle available. They haven't said exactly what the price will be, but if you want to get Disney Plus, Hulu, and then their ESPN Plus, you'll be able to bundle all that together at a discounted price. So even if you're not using the ESPN stuff, it still might be cheaper just to have that thrown in to get Disney Plus and the Hulu, but... Don't quote me. I don't. I don't know the prices for that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. I pay. I pay like eleven dollars or something for Hulu. I can pay another seven ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just that's I the beer I buy weekly costs more than seven ninety nine, yeah. so I'm not too worried about that. No, but I'm I'm the same way. I I don't watch TV. I watch Hulu or your Netflix. One of our, we have five on our Netflix, and Chris is one of them. I'm a plus one. Uh, that's like we do the same thing with Hulu. So, like, my wife and I pay for 
we pay for Netflix, and we have, I think, her mom, her dad, my sister, and you on it. And then I used to pay for Hulu, but Caitlin's mom pays for Hulu, and she has the thing, so it's her mom, me, my dad, and uh, uh, I don't know, someone else on there. But like we pay for that thing where you can have that shared group. And also, Sue wanted not to have the commercials on there, so she paid for the extra to have no have no commercials. Hmm. And I said, "What do you care? It's like it's a thirty second commercial." Like, yeah, it's, I mean, that's the time I'm getting up to get a, like a drink or a snack, anyways. Like, that's it's not as bad as broadcast TV commercials. Yeah, but she didn't want to have that. She said she didn't have time for that. Wow, she's got important things to do. <laughs> Certainly does, uh, and it, I think the other thing I wanted to mention about Disney Plus that I'm excited that might happen is the Willow TV series. Yeah, I just saw that uh, right as we were talking about stuff we wanted to talk about during this. So it's been forever since I've actually seen Willow. I remember liking it as a kid, though. Uh, I just recently watched it. Hold it's, up, it's yeah, it's still good. It's okay. a it's a really good fantasy movie, and it doesn't like dumb anything down. It just the movie just goes and you're like okay yeah brownies okay yeah there is magic okay yeah trolls they look like that okay you know you just you just go along with it and it just it makes sense and it has the world feels real and i know that like george lucas and some other people wrote two other books following willow that uh it was originally supposed to be a trilogy but he didn't think he'd be able to get the funding to make the other two movies, so he just made them into books. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'd like to see where those go. You know, where it's the books take place with an adult, um, whatever the the little baby's name was, I can't remember. But the books take place as her as an adult. So, thirty years later, twenty years later, it still makes sense. Plus, uh, the actor who played Willow was only 18 when that movie was made. He's he's 49 now. Like, yeah, it makes... He, he looks... He's fine for the age yeah. to be. I would watch it. And hopefully they would have the original Willow so I could rewatch that. Yeah. That's part of their... Probably part of their Lucas stuff. Yeah. Um, also, like we said, Marvel, big part of it, too. Uh, I'm looking forward to the upcoming... Loki show, the Captain, not Captain America, but Bucky and Falcon show, WandaVision. Uh, there's also, did you hear about the animated show that they're going to have? Uh, is that the Groot and Rocket one? or uh, No, this is basically like, what if? Oh, I did see that. Yeah, which... I thought that was going to be live action. No, that's going to be animated. Oh, okay. Um, but even then, cool idea. I would probably check it out. I don't know how much I would keep up on it, but you know, I appreciate that. Because um, I think the fr- like the first episode is what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? Yeah, and that's actually going to be voiced by her. Yeah, I forget the actress's name. I should know. I just saw uh, Haley Haley Atwell. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, that's. I think ma- that's why I thought it was live action. Because I saw that she was attached to it. Yeah, uh, and then I mean, like the anything else they could come out with it, and I mean, you have it like to me, you have it open for Loki to be, you know, the Loki show. He ex- whoa spoilers for Endgame, maybe. I think it's totally spoilers at this point. Yeah. It's, it's 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 been it's, out for almost a week. Yeah, actually, no, because uh, it started. Yeah, it's already Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, so it's a, it's a week. That's a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I th- as soon as I saw him pick up the uh, the Tesseract and, like, bamf out of there, I was like, oh, okay, this is this is how they're going to bring him back. Because now we have, like, a rogue Loki hopping around that time. So who knows if he can find a way through, like, different realities now. The only thing that I have a problem is it isn't the Loki who's evolved through all the Thor movies. He's not the fun Loki. He's the little bit more sinister, conniving Loki, but... It's just Tom Hiddleston. I think that's just going to be what makes the character likable no matter what. Yeah. He's, just, he's got that smile that just makes you go, okay, you can get away with it. 
he could still be a scamp, even though he's a little bit more uh, devilish now. Uh, and uh, I mean, since we're doing the spoilers too, the Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, I mean, uh, when I was talking to Paul um, the other day over a beer, he was like, I, you know, I thought that show was going to be the race for the shield. Like, which one of them is going to be Captain America? And with, you know, the shield being passed on to the Falcon, I think, you know, yeah, that's fine. But why couldn't you also have Bucky in the suit. Why couldn't you have two kind of caps moving around or just have the two working in tandem as like getting him ready to be Captain America. I think these are fun ways to bridge to what the next phase will be, but also maybe doing it. So you don't, you know, these movies aren't in the plan for the works, but they're going to continue with these shows. Mm -hmm. And also it doesn't feel like they're going to be Disney plus isn't cramming these 13 episodes. I think WandaVision slated for six episodes. Okay. And that's the problem like I had with the Netflix series is even with 12 episodes, they were too long. They were just filling space on some of these episodes that either slowed the show down or stuff that just didn't feel like it needed to be there. Yeah. Oh, and kind of since you brought up the Netflix stuff, I want to say this was something that they talked about too, but all of that Netflix content will be moving over to Hulu. So Hulu's going to be kind of where they're placing that stuff that might be a little harder edge that doesn't belong on, like, the quote-unquote Disney. Yeah, Disney I saw uh, Hellstorm and Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider, too. Coming out of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is still going strong on ABC? Yep. Which I haven't kept up on that show, but you know, I, I guess it's still doing really well. Yeah, I think uh, third season is where I dropped off. Uh, I think I was around through like the fourth. It was after Coulson lost his hand and he had the robot hand. Yeah. Not sure where that was. I liked it, but you know, since we were talking about Endgame, we can kind of touch on that a little bit more. As of uh, this recording, like we said, movie's been out for a week, already at $1.6 billion worldwide. Uh, now officially the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. And that's just in a week. That's in a week. So it's only going to get, it's only going to make more money. Cause I've, uh, some of the people I work with, one of my merchandisers was like, ah, I saw, I, I saw it. Uh, I dropped my girlfriend off at work, uh, at like noon. And I went and saw the 1230 showing. Like I saw it again. Cause I had I, the day off. I want to see it again. I just haven't had a chance to, but I still know people that haven't even had a chance to see it yet so one of the other managers i work with was going to be going tonight Uh, one of my sales advisors is going to be going tomorrow Um, so there's still people that have been trying to dodge the spoilers so they can get out and see it fresh and it's still like it i haven't seen i've seen stuff that's like it still says like spoiler like if you haven't seen it look past this post like kind of stuff but i was surprised i went from i I saw the movie on sunday so i went four days without seeing any any spoilers so i think people have been pretty good about it but there was that guy what was like in the was in in korea or the philippines that walked out of the theater and spoiled something and they like the people in line attacked him (laughs) beat the shit out of him um well it's i mean that's that's just crazy but I can understand people's excitement and displeasure, but I, I think like physically attacking someone's crazy. Uh, but speaking about spoilers, the Russo brothers did say like officially like Monday, like that's the impromptu end date for spoilers. So at that point, it seems like okay, it's free to talk about this stuff out in public now. Yeah, which makes sense. And I mean, it's it's a year in the making for this sequel. So people have been waiting a year for this on top of the people who have been watching these movies. Uh, a friend of a friend of Caitlin's and mine, she sat down and watched all of the movies in a week to get ready to watch Endgame. And then, you know, somebody who's putting that much time into it and then gets something spoiled because somebody has to say so-and-so dies or so-and-so happens like 
it is. It, it'd be it would be devastating. It would really hurt. And if you're a person who's going to see these movies, you should know that you wouldn't want these things spoiled. Yeah. So keep it keep it to yourself. And that, honestly, that's why I had to go that Friday morning because I hated having to dodge stuff for Captain Marvel. Like, and that was even just like in the lead up to the movie. Yeah. We, um, I watched the first two trailers and then did not watch anything, anything at all until like the two days before we went to see it, Caitlin was watching like upcoming movie trailers just like on YouTube. And I walked into the kitchen while I like into up from the kitchen into the living room while I was cooking and she was watching a trailer, and I saw them on a spaceship. And I was like, God damn it! <laughs> and like, I stormed off. And she's like, I didn't know! But it's like, you, you didn't ruin anything, but now I know they're on a spaceship. They were on a spaceship. Uh, but uh, Endgame thoughts, Chris? Did you like uh, it? I loved it. I can't wait to see it again, like I said. Um I'm, I was wrong last year when I saw Infinity War and said that that was the perfect culmination of everything that they had been working towards for the last 10 years in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because uh, Endgame definitely proved that, no, like this this was it. Even going back to movies like uh, Thor The Dark World and having those moments be brought back to the forefront, showing that, no, these movies do matter. They are important bring back Natalie Portman just to lay around and eventually uh, have the ether taken out of her. Like, everything that we saw up to now was important. Uh, that's why I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is working so great. Uh, we talked about it a little bit beforehand. I still haven't seen Justice League or Aquaman, but I saw Shazam last night. Uh, I was off for the day and I had been wanting to check it out. And Shazam was a fun movie. I really dug it. It made me want to see Aquaman and Justice League, but I feel like those movies still just aren't going to hit me in the same way. Yeah, it they they don't. There's not there's not as much thought going into those movies aside from uh Superman Captain and or Superman Batman Wonder Woman, they're all in the movie together. People are going to go see it. Yeah. And even, like, Shazam had those those moments where it does play in that larger universe. Like, with uh, Freddy being, like, the superhero fanatic. Like, that that made that universe feel a little bit more real to me. I guess it kind of, like, humanized it, too. And having somebody appear in the Superman suit. Yeah. Uh, not, what's his name? Uh, Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill. Yeah. but someone there was a Superman there I mean they didn't have to digitally re- remove his mustache so <laughs> truth um, but no uh, I, I, I loved it your thoughts I thought it was great uh, I loved it I welled up with tears at many moments and so many in a row that I actually had tears running down my face I wasn't crying but I had just a culmination I had a culmination of welling up that led to tears. Uh, no, I thought it was great. I think it had a lot of it had a lot of heart, and it treated those characters in all the movies leading up to that were that meant something for these characters. It it meant something. It wasn't just throwing superheroes together to make a movie. It took every bit from every single movie that they've been in and used those to make a movie. And what these characters would do, what these cinematic characters would do. And I think doing that and staying true to those characters that they've created on screen made for this. It made for it to be a $1.6 billion worldwide movie. And I think it just... uh, it just goes to prove that these people, they've been taking their time to make these movies and plan them out. And yes, sometimes you like one more than the other. And I mean, I know people who love uh, Doctor Strange, and I think Doctor Strange is good, but it's not one of my favorite ones. Yeah. But every there is somebody for every movie. 
and I, I, not to get you off, but yeah, Doctor Strange not my favorite, but those moments between like Hulk and the Ancient One, I I really dug that play between the two of them. Yeah, and th- it's all things that have have led up to that, and for the fact that like Disney owns the X Men now, and Kevin Feige is like, well, we're probably going to get to them, but it's not going to be in this next phase. We've already been working on stuff. We have stuff planned out. We're not just going to shoehorn X-Men in because we own them now. They'll they'll come when they need to come. And, and that's, that's good. It, that's how it needs to be. And it is. Give some time between these. And I mean, I mean... Dark, this Dark Phoenix movie does not look good. No. And they've reshot the end. The end of the movie was supposed to take place in space. Do you know where it takes place now? On a train, because I saw the same article. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, even, even today, like, um, one of my sales advisors, she had she saw uh, Shazam when it came out. And she was, like, asking if I had seen it, like, every day that we worked together. And I was like, no, no, no. And then she finally saw Endgame yesterday. So today we were both able to like work and be like, hey, you know, we saw the movies that we had to see. We talked about them. And then she asked, like, oh, are you going to see Dark Phoenix? I'm like, no, I haven't seen the last two or three X-Men movies at this point now. I don't I don't feel the need to. And I, I don't even know, like, have they completely wiped away the original timeline with, like, X- X-Men, X2, X3? Because they're doing X3 again, but is it being told today or is it still back in the past i think it's still i think it takes place in the in the 90s now so like x3 the original x3 never happened then like this it's been wiped from continuity yes only because nightcrawler is part of the team in the 80s so he wouldn't but he uh, like unless they erased all of their memories, and then he joined the team again. You yeah, know? that's like I said. I haven't seen the last couple. Like first class was the last one that I saw. Uh, oh no! Well, I guess you can call Logan one of them too. But yeah, Logan, Logan Logan's probably the best X Men movie. And then if you group the Deadpool movies in, oh yeah. They're probably two and three, and then X two. And I recently watched X two. It, it barely holds up. Uh, I can see the opening scene with Nightcrawler hold up. The attack on the uh, the mansion holding up. After that, though, I don't know. And I mean, X one is still good, but it's it's rough because that movie was such a low budget movie. Yeah, but it still has those characters and does a good job with them. Tonally, it's a still a good movie, but I don't think I'd ever sit down to watch it. Yeah, strange and, enough, I I could see myself watching Blade again though. Yeah, because they're fun. They're fun. I mean, the CGI was terrible back then, but it's still fun. I started watching uh, Blade Two. And I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. the Guillermo del Toro one, though." Yeah, I was having a good time with it. Um, I I'm more likely to see New Mutants though than I am Dark Phoenix or even because I had to look it up. Uh, I didn't see Days of Future Past or Apocalypse, so I missed like the last two. Days of Future Past is probably the best. It, Deadpool and Logan aside, is the best of the current X-Men movies. And I probably would say if I was just ranking X-Men movies, it would probably X2 and then days of future past, then X1. And then the rest just are awful. But bottom of that list is apocalypse. That movie was awful. It was ba- it was just was bad, so bad. 
Yeah. Not. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll get to it eventually, but yeah, not on my list. It would be we get together, uh, we get a little silly with some beers, and then we watch it and just talk the whole time through ripping I, it apart. Yeah, I feel like that's how I would have to watch it. Um, possibly that's how we'll wind up watching Sonic the Hedgehog as well. <laughs> um, this this movie has been in development for a while. We finally got the teaser trailer for it uh, yesterday. Uh, and I actually just saw this news. Now, this just happened like two hours or three hours ago. Uh, the director actually tweeted out saying, okay, the message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Um, so yeah, Sonic probably won't be looking the same as he does in the the trailer as he does when the movie actually comes out. Um, all that being said, I, I wouldn't see this movie, but I don't think it looks terrible. It doesn't I don't... look good, but like it's... It doesn't look as bad as I expected it to. I don't like. I don't see what's ultimately wrong with the design for Sonic. He uh, looks a lot like... of it's the, the eyes, though. Like video game Sonic, everyone knows those big, white, wide eyes. Like this one, they're a little bit more kind of just like plastered on the front of his face. Um, but yeah. I yeah I'm I have the trailer playing while we're talking but <laughs> it didn't like uh, you see, said they say they're making a live action one and they're putting it in the real world this is exactly what I would expect like exactly yeah. what I would expect because it shouldn't be it shouldn't be there I think we need to judge every video game movie against the Super Mario Brothers movie this looks better than the Super Mario Brothers movie. I can say that. Yeah. Uh, I do like people put up the picture of um, the guy who plays the sheriff. What is it? James. James Masters. What's his name? Oh. Yen. Oh, James Masters? Yeah. There's a picture of him driving Sonic the Hedgehog, and then he was also in the movie Hop, and he's driving. He's driving. There's another shot. Like almost looks identical, except that he's older in it, driving the bunny in the passenger seat. Uh, Jim Carrey's in it though, and it's nice to see him doing something again because it looks like it's Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. Yeah, and then they, at the end of the trailer, they show him more Doctor Robotnik. Is it Robotnik or is that the Mega Man villain? Uh, no, that's Doctor Robotnik. Okay. I always get those two mixed up. I always say the other one when I meet them. Uh, yeah, it. I. I would. I would rent this at Redbox for a dollar fifty or whatever Redbox movies are. And watch it if I had nothing else going on, and I feel like it would be like just a guilty pleasure just to watch just a. A, a kids movie. Yeah. See, I, I'm more... I probably will wind up seeing Detective Pikachu, though. Oh, I plan on seeing that in the theaters. Like, I, I want to see that one, because it comes out next week. So there's that, and then I want to see Godzilla. And I think, like, that's kind kind of it for right now, until um, Aladdin and... Uh, whatchamacallit? Lion King come out, but I think those are just going to be my summer movies. I think... Aladdin doesn't look that great to me. I think it looks I think it looks good. But I'm see I'm an Aladdin fan. Uh I'm looking forward to this movie coming out just so I can buy all the Aladdin stuff that I couldn't when I was ten when the original one came out. So who knows? Uh yeah. Like a, a Detective Pikachu looks so much fun. It, and it kinda it looks I mean we kinda have to compare the two. It looks like what Sonic should be. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, to me, you're going to make a Sonic movie. Sony already showed how you can take an animated movie and elevate yeah. it with Into the Spider-Verse, which I thought was amazing. I thought it was amazingly executed, so well done. 
the visuals, the way they made it was amazing. It was stepping out of the out of the box for making an animated superhero movie. And why not do that? Why not just make take a try to write a great story and not shoehorn in live action actors? Yeah. Your your titular Sonic the Hedgehog is computerized anyways. So just make a computer, you know, just make a computer movie. Just do it. Like, make a computer animated movie. Yeah, that's all it needs to be. Ooh, I just, when I searched for a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, uh, other movies that came up were Oz the Great and Powerful, like, because it's like the related movies, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, I forgot that existed, and then that movie Monster Trucks, I don't know if you've seen or heard anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to see it. But it's supposed to be, like, really, really absolutely terrible. Not even funny bad, just just really bad. Yeah. Uh, have you had another beer yet? Yeah, I have my, uh, my second so say, beer. I'm almost at the end of my Citrus Jammer, if you wanted to. Do some beer chat before we wrap up with like the last couple things you might have. I'm I'm almost done with my uh, beer from Springdale. Springdale is by Jack's Abbey, and it says you had to be there. Is the beer? And if you hold on just one second, I will. Kate, I will be holding on. Caitlin, he's up. Okay. Uh. It's uh, it's good. It's better than the other beer. It's an IPA at uh, six point five, and uh, it's enjoyable. It's nothing too crazy. Um, Springdale is a part of Jack's Abbey, and it is um, Springdale is where they put all their they make their sours and IPAs, and it's good. Uh, like I said before, I'm drinking the Citrus Jammer, also from Six Point Brewing. Uh, this one they label as a Goza style, though, even though it's a ale brewed with sea salt and citrus added. It's definitely a little bit more sour. I would definitely drink this over the regular jammer. Um, but like I said, I'd still be willing to try the tropical or the, the berry one, but it just it reminds me of just like a cheap energy drink almost. Ugh. But not, not in a bad way, but just like that flavor profile. It's like if you win but like you know maximum energy shot or something like it's not bad hot day having a few of these in the fridge it's been nice but at the same time i could have taken that like 12 13 dollars i spent on these two six packs and gotten you know like a really good six pack or four pack of something that i'd, I'd be savoring not just yeah. drinking because i have it yeah um there's definitely those there's definitely those beers that are coming out especially recently just coming out at some really nice price points um new belgium's got a beer called uh it's a passion fruit kolsch and it's really good it's definitely one of those beers that you're like oh man i am so glad i am drinking this on a hot day like it's a perfect like summer beer um there's definitely uh some nice price points with like saranac brewing they have a um a new hazy style IPA with their summer haze, which is a nice, easy drinking for, for eight ninety nine. Um, so you can like find these beers that are refreshing at decent price points that you don't have to break the bank to have a nice beer. But when you're paying, when you're paying for something, you, you want something that at least feels like it's getting the, you're getting your bang for your buck. Hmm. I like, I like banging my bucks. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, something else we haven't had a chance to talk about, though, uh, and this ties into both the DC Cinematic Universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, though. Um, James Gunn coming back over to Marvel uh, will be helming Guardians 3 again, uh, while right now handling the new Suicide Squad like reintroduction, prequel whatever we're calling this uh, I, b- I believe from what I've seen and heard and read it is not a sequel and kind of takes place on its own and I don't I, I can't remember but I believe that the woman they had playing Amanda Waller 
isn't coming back to play Amanda Waller in it. And I think, like, Captain Boomerang is said to be in it, but not he's not one of the Suicide Squad members. And it was stated that, like, Ebus Elbra, who's going to star in it, was supposed to be playing um, Deadshot, but now he's not playing Deadshot. And the list of characters that are in the movie are all... They're not characters that anybody would ever care about or even know who they are. Some of them I had to look up because I was like, who? Who is this? And that just makes me think that everyone in this, everyone in the Suicide Squad movie is going to die. Which I'm, I'm okay with. I'm Honestly, totally even, okay like, with. Even talking about how I want to see the DC Universe movies before after seeing Shazam, I forgot about Suicide Squad. Like, that movie is so far off my radar, I don't even remember it existed. It It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. Uh, it, there was, uh, there was no, there was nothing that, when you go and see the, some movies, you can walk away and say, well, this was cool. I liked when they did this. And I have zero moments in Suicide Squad where I can say that. And even the director has come out to say, like, you know, I think I should have just made the Joker the villain. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, with James Gunn helming that, I I would go see that in theaters. I would wait for the trailer and go, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. This is the guy that, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, we all were like, mm, this might be where Marvel jumps the shark. And then that jumps to everyone's top of the list of favorite Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm glad James Gunn is doing Suicide Squad, and I'm so glad that he's come back. He's came back to do Guardians Three. Yeah, it seems like everyone on the the cast is happy about it. Um, reportedly, it's basically just how he handled everything that happened after, like those old tweets came up where he. He he faced it. He's like, yeah, like I I did some terrible things. I, you know, I'm repentful for it now. And he just he didn't kind of back down from it, and he he owned it. So supposedly that's what Disney was like. Okay, like let's let's go ahead with this. Uh, I did like too when it when it came out to say that he was doing this again, that he would had been hired back to do it. Uh, Tiki Watiki came out and said, I thought I was making Guardians 3. <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, so I thought that was funny. That's good. Uh, but yeah, we, we probably won't be seeing that movie for a while, because I don't even know when Suicide Squad's supposed to come out, and he's going to be wrapping that up before he starts working on Guardians. I but think... I, supposedly, he, I mean, he already did the script for it, so they're going to be using that, so it's going to be all the pre-production stuff that they got to get out of the way. I think pre-production is going to start on Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad, I would say, would probably be either at the end of the year to the be- early 2000, depending on where 2020, when they were going to put it out. So as soon as that wraps, he probably will go into the pre-production for Guardians. So probably about like two years away, two and a half. Yeah. And again, I'm 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 fine with that. They probably have their movies slated for what the um, 2020 movies from Marvel are going to be. You're probably going to get two or three of those. It's just nerve wracking not knowing what's coming up when now, because everything yeah. was mapped out for so long beforehand, and now we just know about uh, Far From Home coming out. And that is the movie that wraps up Phase Four. Yep. So we don't even know what's going to kick off Phase 5. No, I mean, we we have word, you know, they're going to be doing Black Panther 2, Black Widow, Doctor Strange 2, but no, like, solve, like, okay, this is this one when, this is this one when. Like, it just, what happens, happens. Yeah, and I mean, in a way, too, I mean, those Marvel shows on Disney are, you know, are Phase 5 as well, you know? Yeah, and that's why Marvel 
Marvel Studios is actually going to be handling those too, so they can go in with the same care and production value that they've had for the movies. And if like the the people that they've gotten to work on these films throughout all of them have done great jobs. They've matched the characters with those people almost perfectly. Yeah. So it's a dynasty. Yeah. I, I got mean, nothing else written down. Yeah, that's the end of our list. That's the end of the list where we talk about the comic books. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit this since we're talking about this. I haven't read any comics in a while since since February. Because everything I, I, everything I bought and I downloaded, I read it because it was for the next uh, look back we were going to do. And then we haven't recorded anything since. So it's like, oh, I still have these books that, you know... I wanted to talk about, but I don't even know if we're going to. I think I've bought three comics since we last recorded, which I think was late January, early yeah. early February. I will say I did pick up the uh, Earth One Green Lantern book, though, so I did read that because that, that was going to be one of the upcoming episodes that we were doing. I read the beginning of it. I haven't finished it, but I liked it. It's Yeah, I mean, spoilers for when we talk about it, I, I like it as well. Um. Yeah. So uh, look look for more stuff. We're we're definitely trying. Where schedules are coming better, babies are starting to sleep through the night, and um, we should be getting back into the swing of things for uh, for podcasting. Oh, I love swinging things. <laughs>